Hello, welcome to another episode of LFC Reactions. This one, Liverpool versus Arsenal in the Carabao Cup. The fourth round of the Carabao Cup. Um, yes, once again, just like last year and just like Monday, we meet with Arsenal once again. <laughs> we cannot shake Arsenal off for some reason. But here we are playing Arsenal again in another Carabao Cup competition. Um, obviously... On Monday, we did a number on Arsenal and presumably tonight Arsenal will be coming into this game wanting some sort of revenge on Liverpool for what we did to them on Monday. Um, and also, it was, it was a good chance to see our uh, fringe players, to see our also a youth academy, sorry, some youth academy players, um, and yeah, see how we get on. Obviously, we know Jurgen Klopp despises this competition. In the build-up to this game, he always sends his assistant Pep Linders to do the press conferences. Um, so yeah, he pretty much he doesn't like this competition. He finds it a waste of time, and to be honest, I don't blame him. Um, but it's, I also think it's a good opportunity to see what our fringe players can do. So it's a mixture of two things at once. But yeah, um, so let's get straight into it. The lineup you had Adrian in goal, your left back James Milner, centre backs Van Dyke, Reese Williams, right back Nico Williams, your midfield three, Marco Grilich, um, Curtis Jones. Harry Wilson, and up front you had you had Minamino, Curtis Jones. No, sorry, yeah, Minamino, um, Jota, and Salah, Mo Salah. Yeah, so Mo Salah started in this game. Um, the first time ever for Liverpool that he starts in the League Cup. So if that doesn't tell you what Jurgen Klopp thinks about this competition. <laughs> that the fact that this was the first time Salah starts in a League Cup game for Liverpool. This is his fourth season with us now. 17, 18, 18, 19. Yeah, fourth season with Liverpool. And this is his first start. Um, so that one was a little bit strange. I didn't know why he wanted to start Mo Salah. At the same time, I'm kind of thinking, oh, international break. He won't be needed with Egypt, so maybe it's just a little extra boost of fitness kind of thing for him. Um, Van Dijk starts again, just like last week. Again, we have lack of centre-backs. Even though Joe Gomez has just returned from injury, but it's kind of just managing him carefully. Um, yeah, Reese Williams starts. He played excellently against Lincoln. Nico Williams, who got a lot of backlash from Liverpool supporters recently. He starts, um, and yeah, there's been some support from Jurgen Klopp and Pep Linders and conferences about the social media abuse that he was getting. Um, let's see, we'll talk about whether he rectified that tonight. Um, yeah, Grulich, Marco Grulich, he played really well against Lincoln, obviously he scored last week. Can he repeat that kind of performance against Arsenal? We'll get into that as well. Curtis Jones, he obviously scored two goals. He played well. 
Um, Harry Wilson. I've not mentioned Harry Wilson at all on this podcast, but here we are mentioning Harry Wilson. Um, there was no Shakiri, which was a surprise. I don't know if he's injured or if he's got corona or if Klopp doesn't like him anymore because Shakiri always goes missing and we never get a real explanation as to why. But yeah, Harry Wilson starts this game, which is very weird because we never saw him in preseason. I don't think, and we don't, and no, we never seen, we've never seen him last week. So it was kind of his first first senior game for us, and he's in the shop window for us as well. So maybe it was kind of the game where he could get his get his value up before he goes away on Monday, um, and yeah. That was pretty much the team. So, yeah, the game starts now and it's cagey from both sides. It's cagey. Um, in terms of just sloppiness, you know what I mean? Like, because I believe Harry, because it was Harry Wilson's first game, he was playing more defensively in the whole, like the genie type role. Curtis Jones was more advanced and you had... Marco Grulich being the balance of both teams. Um, being the balance of attack and defence, sorry. And yeah, you had Pepe playing on the left-hand side against Nico Williams. Um, yes, and like I said before, Nico Williams was getting a lot of backlash. In the first five to eight minutes, he was kind of having nervous touches. Um, defensively, he'd bomb too far forward. Sometimes when he's on the ball, he wouldn't recycle play. He it just always be thinking direct without less maintain possession, and yeah, Arsenal kind of had glimpses of attacks starting from that left hand side throughout the first half, but it was tidied up well with Van Dijk with Reese Williams. Um, Milner did well at left back. Obviously, we've seen him play there before. You would have usually seen that Tamiskus guy or backup left back there, but because he's got fire injury, playing Milner left back, so that was that. Um, in terms of progressive play, we don't. The first half chance comes. Uh, Nico Williams crosses it in. Ball falls to Diogo Jota. He passes to Curtis. No, yeah, ball falls to court to Jota. No, no, no. Sorry, I'm wrong. It falls to um Curtis Jones. Curtis Jones threads a through ball to Jota. He crosses it in. Uh, Marco Grulich side foots it wide, and he should have at least hit the target. At at the very very least. Um, in terms of Arsenal chances in the first half, I don't remember any happening. Don't remember any significant chances from Arsenal in the first half. Then right at the end of the first half, a ball whipped in from Nico Williams. Nice ball, give him that. Um, Jota heads it, he save, keeper saves it. Menemino has to score this rebound. The ball bounces, it's about seven yards out. Yes, it's a little bit awkward as he approaches it, but he could at least... He should, there was, no, there's no excuses. He should have hit the target, he should have scored. He should have definitely scored. He doesn't, he hits the crossbar and that was the end of that first half. Other than that, that first half was boring, it was sloppy, it was it was it was not it was everything you didn't see on Monday, that first half. 
Um, yeah, it's just one of those forgettable games and you're thinking, oh, God, I hope it steps up in the second half. Second half starts now and it's more or less the same thing where it's just scrappy from both sides. We're still looking disjointed, but the chances now get are creating more. Um, and this is when we put Jay Leno's on the backside a little bit. We have a corner. The ball falls to Van Dyke. Jay Leno makes a save. We have other chances. Grulich has a shot um, saved by Leno. Um, I think Curtis Jones had a shot saved by Leno. Curtis, no, Grulich then has a header saved by Leno again. Leno was just keeping Arsenal in this game. Keeping Arsenal in this game. Um, and yeah, and then we make a substitution... I think 60th minute. Salah comes off. Yes. I barely mentioned Salah in this analysis because he was feeding off scraps and it's not his fault. Um, yeah, I would have played Harvey Elliott in this game because I, I generally don't see what... I know if Klopp hates this competition, why start? Why continue to start Salah? Do you know what I'm saying? It just doesn't make sense to me anyway. I would have started Harvey Elliott because he, he'd he be hungry for game time. Uh, he was on the bench, but he doesn't come on. We bring on um, Origi, I believe. And then we make a midfield substitution. Jota comes off, I think. Oh, I can't remember who came on. Uh-oh, I can't remember who else came on. One second. I can't remember who else came on. Oh, my God. Yeah, this is how boring that game was. That I can't remember who came on. Um, let me just look at the subs bench real quick. One second. Oh, my God. I can't find this lineup. Oh, yeah, Gomez. Yes, we brought on Gomez and Van Dyke came off. How can I forget? Yes. So, Van Dyke played 60 minutes as well. Yes. Oh, I can't believe I forgot. Sorry about that. Yeah. Gomez, come on. Van Dyke only got an hour of fitness in. So, similar to last week's game where Fabinho came off, came on. Van Dyke got an hour in. No injuries, thankfully. Um... Yeah, Gomez done really, really well. He, he he naturally blended in with our with our centre backs, with the fellow centre back Reese Williams, and both of them looked more assured. And Reese Williams was then winning them aerial headers over Pepe, like he was Van Dyke himself. Um, then we make a final substitution. I'm trying to remember who come off. That's when Jota came off. Yes. That's when Jota came off and we brought on Genie Wijnaldum. Um, and then Arsenal have a chance. Corner, I believe. Rob Holding heads it. Adrian, solid, solid save. Great reactions from him. Um, and yeah, but 
we were still on top for the most of that second half, but it was still sloppy. And it's, it was just a forgettable game in general. The game ends nil-nil. So it now means it goes to penalties. Um, so, yeah, it goes to penalties. Deja vu, like the Wembley game. Um, will Arsenal get the one-up on us? Last year, we had on penalties, we got the one-up on them. But will it will will we have done it again? So we'll get into that. So it's penalties. Milner goes first. He scores. Arsenal go next. Lacazette they score. Um, Genie was us. Genie goes next. I thought Genie was gonna miss because the last time he took a penalty was the Man City Charity Shield game twenty nineteen. But this one went top corner. He scores. Arsenal player scores. Um, Minamino steps up He scores Arsenal player steps up Misses He misses Origi steps up Number 4 Fourth penalty He misses Origi was so casual Like Jay Leno didn't even have to Dive much Arsenal then score Curtis Jones scores Nathan Miles scores then it's sudden death. So obviously the five people who said they wanted to take the penalty took the penalty. So anyone after that, if they missed, you can't blame them really. Harry Wilson was six. To be fair, I thought Harry Wilson was going to score this one. He doesn't. Um, it's saved by Leno. He guesses the right way. And then um, Willock steps up, takes the penalty. Adrian kind of saves it. He kind of saves it. But the ball just rolls under his foot and into the net. So Arsenal go through on penalties. They are through to the quarterfinals. Um, Liverpool and Jurgen Klopp are out of the Carabao Cup. The energy drink cup. Jurgen Klopp will be delighted because he despises this competition. And to be honest, it's probably a good time to be out of this competition. Because now, the Champions League, which I'm about to get into, the Champions League group stage draw was announced today. So, in our Champions League group stage draw, we have Liverpool, obviously. Um, We have AFC Ajax. We have FC Atalanta. And we have FC Midtjylland. So, you got the Champions of Denmark in group four. Um, Group three, you've got Atalanta, who made it to the quarterfinals last year, and I think they were dark horses to win the Champions League, but they were knocked out by PSG. They're a very attacking side, and Ajax are a very much attacking side. So, completely different group to what it's been like in previous years, um, where we've always had a Napoli. We've always had one low block side, which has been a headache. We had Napoli twice last time, um, but this time we still get another Italian team. We get Atalanta. So the positive in this group stages is um, they're all attacking. Everyone is attacking, so there's there's no worry about oh, one team being too defensive. So that is advantageous for Liverpool. The downside is we've been leaking goals recently. Obviously, today we kept the clean sheet. 
Tonight we kept a clean sheet. Bearing in mind it was our B team. But our first team has been leaking goals. Um, but in the Champions League, it's just about results. And in the last two years, we've needed six games to go through. This is the one year with the way fixture congestion is like. I would like Liverpool to qualify with two games to spare. That would be a blessing. Finish top of the league, top of your group, two games to spare. And then the fringe players from the Carabao Cup can play in the remaining Champions League games. And that would be good that would be good experience for Curtis Jones, Harvey Elliott, etc. For them to get a run out in the Champions League. You know, because they've never they've never touched pitch. In, they've touched the the youth side, but they've never touched the actual Champions League experience, and that would be that would be good experience for them. Um, so yeah, so and I think Champions League's gonna be thick and fast now. After this international break, Champions League starts, and obviously it was it was meant to have started in September, so it means in December you're gonna see two Champions League games. And then I'm not sure when the knockouts are. That will probably be congested as well. So, perfect time to be knocked out of the Carabao Cup. Um, yeah, we move. We move, really. Minor setback. Minor setback with the energy drink up. And now it's back to trying to reclaim what was once ours, the Champions League. Um, obviously, next week, next year, the finals in Istanbul. So it means we can still potentially still potentially be on job for this, be on job for um retaining the cha- getting back our Champions League that we lost and retaining the Premier League. So that will be the objective Jurgen Klopp and the Redmen boys um will be thinking about. Obviously the journeys to Amsterdam, to Denmark and the north of Italy no longer than Italy is about two and a half, three hours. Amsterdam is an hour max. Um, Denmark will be hour and a half, two hours max. Yeah, so no problem. Quick commute times, which is perfect. So fatigue won't be an issue. No need to travel six hours to Russia or Ukraine. None of that nonsense. So that's the plus side. And yeah, onwards and upwards we move. So... Thank you guys for listening to LFC Reactions. Um, tune in on Sunday where we find where I'll find out the results of Liverpool versus Aston Villa and talk about that. So yeah, like, share, subscribe. And yeah, cheers guys. Thanks.